All right. Uh, we are getting started just a little late tonight. We were waiting for Richard. Hopefully he will show up midstream with any luck. Uh, but otherwise, we are here to play some Dicey Tales Second Edition. Upcoming Kickstarter very soon uh, by Jeff here in the screen. So tonight, Oak, who are you playing? I'm playing Jackie Calhoun. He is a chemist uh, and a bartender. Very good. And uh, what have you found out about yourself? That uh, everybody around me is very odd, and I'm the only normal person here. The only sane person. Yeah, that's absolutely that's right. right. Uh, Jeff, who you got? I have Nicolo Sartin, and uh, he's a Corsican hitman um, with the Corsican Mafia. Okay. Uh, and what has he found out about himself? Um, <clears throat> well, this is all just, it's blowing him away. And uh, from what he has seen, he's seen monsters. He's seen himself, which he's trying to forget, himself pull apart from himself. Um, and it, it appears his friends have the same but different types of powers of some type. And uh, this is really falling into his belief because despite being a mafia hitman, he's a pretty uh, solid Catholic in the old school. All right. And Bill, who you got? Well, I'm playing Reginald Fane. He is a uh, sort of an American. I, I, I like to think of him as the... Uh, you know, 1950s version of Leslie Howard and the Scarlet Pimpernel kind of thing. Good call back. And what have you found out about yourself? Well, I can, I can tell like I, grasping an object lets me see some of its history. And um, I don't know. I'm also starting to have, um, I don't know, various uh, fears and doubts about, the nature of our reality, but we'll get into all that. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so streaming across the screen right now is what bits do for these poor, poor fools. Uh, you can heal them of lifeblood. You can give them some hero points. You can make good and bad things happen. So there we go. Um, so we're going to pick up from where we left last time, where uh, two folks in a motorcycle and sidecar uh, tried to mow you down with a machine gun mounted into the sidecar uh, and then turned into wolves, very <sighs> large wolves that you ended up killing. So you guys are on the side of the road in an old, uh, well, it's not old, but a World War II cargo van uh, as Nico was pretending to uh, fix a tire, do some kind of mechanics under the hood there. Uh, and now... You've got this motorcycle and sidecar with machine gun mounted on it. Uh, you've got two bodies on the ground, <clears throat> human bodies, as they reverted back after their death. Uh, in a long stretch of road, um, not a lot of traffic, actually no traffic on your side of the road. So these, uh, it's a parallel road. Yours is uh, going towards the east. And I believe, uh, Jeff, you said you were headed towards uh, Medina. Was that correct? 
Yeah, we were going upwards uh, towards Medina, yeah. <clears throat> okay, yeah. And so you've also got a parallel road that's a little bit away from you heading back towards Casablanca, which seems to have a lot more traffic than this one. Anyway, and from where you guys are sitting, if you look over, you can see the cars moving back and forth, but they don't have any better view than that on you either. So it's not like that other road is really close. So we'll pick up there. Two dead bodies on the side of the road, a motorcycle. Uh, yeah, and then there's some bullet holes in your cargo van now, which you stole, by the way. Uh, we also found some uh, very shiny knives that seem to work rather well. <coughs> yes, in your kit. Uh, they were boot blacked, uh, you know, so to get that non-reflective coating on. Because apparently you did a lot of night missions, <clears throat> but beneath are silver blades, or at least silver coated blades. Okay. I'm going to make sure everybody's equipped with one of those. Okay. Yeah, and there's one for each of you and a spare one that also mounts as a, um, what are they called? You put them on the end of your rifle. Bayonet. Um, bayonet. Bayonet, yeah. And you've got spare ones that are bayonets that are also silvered. I want to check uh, the rest of the gear, too, to find out are there any uh, munitions that are silvered or anything <clears> like that. So this is the first time you've really dug through your kits. And again, you're still on the side of the road. Keep that in mind. Uh, but you're going through, and you're finding uh, for your guns, uh, it's normal ammunition uh, clips for everything. And um, But you do find some that have a piece of red tape on the bottom. Uh, you notice, because it's it's a little dark back there, there's not a, a lot of light. You just got some coming through the holes in the, the tarpaulin cover of the cargo van. But uh, they glow a little so that you can dis- easily distinguish them from a clip that doesn't have this piece of tape on the bottom. You pop out a couple of loads, and they're very odd. You look at the tips, and it looks like there's some kind of uh, crystal or glass, and there's a fluid in them. You can move the bullet around, and there's some kind of fluid in them. Hmm. They're like kind of like snow globes, actually. You move them around. There's little flecks that reflect the light. They look like little flecks of silver floating in some kind of fluid. Would uh, my chemistry background let me know what this may be, like mercury or something? You're going to have to do some tests on it, but you certainly could. We'll, we'll do that later, not here. Yeah. Uh, the other thing of interest is uh, in your suit. Um You've got like really light flak jackets. So the flak jackets of World War II were really bulky, right? They're not really built for, you know, movability at all. But you've got some lighter versions of that that look like they would offer some protection. But the interesting part of them is that um, they have a gorget. So they've got a piece of thick fabric, and it feels like it's reinforced maybe with steel, like a steel collar that comes up over your neck. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do we? Okay, are we gonna? We rem- We don't remember anything about like the last what forty eight hours, something like that, right? Do right. we remember before that? Yes. Absolutely. About, like the missions, my yeah. life. All that? You you basically remember everything about your life up to the point where you must have arrived in Casablanca. So about forty eight hours of that's missing. So prior to arriving and arriving, like, so you don't know why you're here either. Right. So that, that bit is, is missing as well. So does any of this stab a memory to us? I mean, I've got Gorget uh, on my collar. I've got, <clears throat> we've got certain kind of chemical bullets. 
um, I don't, yeah, I don't recall any of that. Does anything leap out to me? Not at all, other than uh, you can tell just by a glance which suits yours. Okay. And which is not surprising because you you remember your gear, but the uh, the fact that you had special bullets and that your armored vest had gorgets on them that that kind of just slips your memory. If I handle some of these special bullets, do I get any weird impressions from it? <laughs> uh, make me a mind check. Um, also, if we ever have any recollection of other missions where we've started out not knowing how we get there. Um, as far as you know, no. Uh, Reginald, you handle the bullets. No particular impression is coming to you other than the fact that you get it in your hand and like you don't even realize that you're doing it, but you're flipping that bullet end, end over end over your knuckles like you've done this a hundred times before. Okay. And it's just a familiar thing you just start doing and you don't know why. And when you catch yourself, it's it falls. You know, you're not even sure why you're doing it or how you're doing it. Um, so... Calhoun, you start back thinking, I mean, your memory is perfect. Every mission you ever did, it's very perfect. Um, you know, you there's no blanks in your memory at all. And remember, you've got all your case files here, too. Uh, do you want to kind of look at a case file and compare it to your memory? We need to get stuff loaded up as quick as possible and get off this okay. area. <clears throat> Sounds good. Um, yeah, so you're just going to leave the motorcycle and bodies in the road, or what do you want to do with those? Uh, move them off the side. Move them off the side. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or Wasn't a there a cliff? There? There's not a cliff, but uh, as uh, Jeff was saying, there is a wadi. There is a, you know, the little kind of depression, ravine, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to keep the machine gun. It's an MG42, right? I'm, uh, uh, the German, German... Yeah, sure. The the van that you're in, the, well, the cargo carrier has a small toolbox, so you're able to unratchet it from the inside of that it, it, because it's bolted down to the floor of the sidecar, but you can pull it out pretty easily. Anything else? Grenades, ammo boxes, anything like that? In they there? each had sidearms, uh, Lugers. Okay. A little, uh, some extra ammunition on the belt. Uh, that's it, though. None of them had like uh, no IDs, no passports. Uh, the only thing that you saw was Calhoun saw the uh, the tattoos, uh, German saying Hexenwolf. <clears throat> okay, I'll unload the uh, pistols and throw them in the back with the other stuff. Okay, and um, and then set up the uh, the MG forty two in the back and throw something over it so it's not apparent that we have a. You know, like machine gun with us. Yep. Um, and then if we get the other stuff thrown off the side, um, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, you just got to push everything out into that, uh, the wadi. So it's not, you know, I mean, if you stopped as you were driving by, you would notice it, but you wouldn't notice it just casually driving up and down the road. Yeah. Get back in. Nico's driving. <clears throat> he hit the road. Um Heading toward Medina, it's uh, you know it's maybe an hour, maybe an hour away. This thing doesn't move very fast. It's slow, but it's got a great cargo handling limit. Uh, so you've got some time. So Reginald Calhoun, you guys are in the back. Uh, we'll say Richard character is back there too. He's taking a nap. <laughs> okay, now at this point, if we're if we're where we can be back on the road and there's time, I'll start looking through case files. 
Okay. Um, make me a mind check. And if you've got a, uh, if you've got a career that would allow you to do like forensic bookkeeping or be very good at uh, investigative over documents, whatever, you know, like if you were a clerk, a businessman, anything like that. Nope. All right. So just make me a roll then. Hey, there's a good success. Okay. Um, you pick. Um, That's a pair of sixes. Is there anything special for that? Yes. Yeah. All right. So a uh, pair of sixes is, uh, what's it called? Uh, not a legendary. Uh, heroic? Uh, her- uh, uh, Mighty, Mighty success. Mighty. Mighty success. So you can spend the hero point to turn that into a uh, legendary success, but it's not really useful in this case. I mean, it's not going to get you anymore, so it's not worth doing uh, but with a mighty success, if you're in combat, you have a couple of options you can choose. Like you can do make another attack, disarm somebody, uh, knock someone down. Especially you can do something above just, you know, attacking and damaging someone. Outside of combat, it's basically it's a yes and sort of thing, right? So here's what you get. Um, you pick up a file uh, codenamed Project Mint. Uh, you remember Mint pretty well because after you guys were done, you uh, this happened in France. You enjoyed uh, you enjoyed a very good bottle of wine that you'd found in the cellar of this place that you guys had cleared of uh, German influence. Uh, you uh, some of the uh, sheep herders nearby had uh, invited you over to a, a, a feast of uh, sheep and. Uh, fondue <laughs> so you have very fond memories of it the thing is is that you're looking over this sheet your memory is exactly word for word what is typed on this sheet it does not deviate your memory has nothing extra that's not on this sheet you can't pull up a single memory that is not printed on the sheet you look through <clears throat> other people's like uh, scan through, see if there's something that looked, seemed like it could be obscure, and then like question them on it. Okay. Uh, well, Reginald's back here with you. And Reginald, uh, he, uh, he questions you about Operation Bordello. You guys remember that one fairly well. It was a great time. And wow. you're, as uh, Reginald is regaling you about, oh, yeah, this is the time when Jackie, it's like a checklist. You're going down paragraph after paragraph, and what yeah. he's saying. And then as he starts to go to the next part, I will finish it for him. Yes, I'll start. <clears throat> Are these actually our memories at all, or has something been forced in our head? Because this is fucked up. I'll grab another one and like stick my head through the the window into the cab. I'm like, hey, do you remember this? And you totally thought blah, 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 and start going off on what their thoughts were. Yeah, Nico. Yeah, he's got it. Exact. Exactly. How you remember it, what you thought about it, everything. Is there – this is is a a van we took from these guys, right? Uh, No, this is just a van from the warehouse. Yeah, I mean – There's not a million. There's not a newspaper around, is there? Uh, you know what? Yeah, there's a newspaper. It's in the floorboards. They were actually using it to cover up a hole. Okay, is it a recent newspaper? Uh, you have seen some calendars since you have become conscious. So, yeah, it looks like it was yesterday's newspaper. 
Okay, I'm going to comb through the newspaper to see if I can, if there's any stories about anything that I think might be connected with us. Okay, uh, you speak French? Uh, yes. Okay, paper is in French. Okay. Uh, none of the local stuff, none of it rings any bells. But when you start looking at international, especially in the business pages, uh, you can remember like, hey, I was, I was, I bought some stock in this just yesterday. And then you have to rethink, wait, no, that was probably four days ago. So like you're picking up stuff in international news that you absolutely have heard or you were doing some action on. Oh, okay. It's not really giving us any. Yeah, but nothing local is really standing out. Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking for. Who is the guy that was with us but isn't with us who disappeared, but now he's back again? Oh, January? No, he was just back uh, while two of you were in their car talking. It was just kind of this scene where, like, you know, the if you were watching this as a movie, the, the viewers could see that you were sitting there talking and January was between you, just kind of keeping up the conversation between everybody. And then when the next person came in, he wasn't there anymore. And you guys just, it just completely, you know, you, right. you made nothing of it that he was or wasn't there. So I asked Jackie about, uh, see if January's file's there. <clears throat> Wasn't yeah, you start looking missing? through. Uh, yeah, January's file isn't there. There's there's no file for January. There's a file for all the other dead people that were part of your task force, but there's not one for January. I don't know what that means, but I just it must mean something. But I'm curious if this is we're part of some experiment and. January was the one running it. Put these memories in our head or something. Well, being being having uh having had a career as an espionage agent, I mean, does this sound like some sort of like weird disinformation campaign that we might I mean, it's pretty involved. Uh, you you have to decide that for yourself. I mean, that's not something I can really. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. <laughs> uh, I have Nico. any memories of us just sitting around staring at goats together? <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, it is in Operation Melon Rind, uh, where in the first paragraph it talks about you uh, sitting around a campfire on a rolling uh, plane, having just uh, stolen and killed a couple of chickens. But it's it's in the documentation. So, <laughs> was that in Spain? <laughs> yeah, the Manchester Like, oh man. Oh, no, I didn't uh, see Nico, that. you're starting to hit some traffic. Uh, yeah. It seems like there must be uh, some slowdown ahead as you are coming up uh, to a line of traffic that's still moving forward. It's just moving slowly. Okay, the whole time when I'm driving. And other than when uh, Jackie was talking to me, I, I'm not talking about it, but my mind is focused on that one time where I apparently split myself and everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. I can't fathom it. I can't wrap my head around it, but I can't forget it either. It's not like something that's forgettable. It's in there. I don't talk about it. I'm wondering, you know, I mean, back to the whole... 
you know, Catholic thing of me and my background. <coughs> Make me a mind session and stuff. <laughs> okay, let's see, mind. Okay, uh, so you're not trying to trigger it. You're just thinking about it, right? Right. I'm trying to get my head around. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nothing happens. You uh, you know, you're just thinking about it. The more you think about, it, the more you're thinking. You know, nah, that nah, that can't be. It must have been something happened there. Yeah, you're convincing yourself that that didn't really happen, or there was something happened, but it wasn't you. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's what he's. Doing and then I don't know if that's going to take away from what I'm concentrating on, but still, that's what I'm doing. Okay, uh, you see ahead of you, you've come to a complete stop now. Uh, people are getting angry, honking horns, and several car links in front of you, maybe four or five cars down. You see some of the French gendarmes coming, it looks like they're checking papers. Okay. So they're asking, uh, people are presenting passports and whatnot, documentation through windows. We start rifling through our stuff. Do we have uh, cover IDs, anything like that? And our gear? You do actually have uh, passports from many nations under different names with your pictures. The problem with them is that they're all five years out of date. But you have passports. <laughs> Is there? I start looking through again. Is there anything that I know I can put together to make some bad chemical smell that we can warn them that this is caustic or uh, radioactive or something to try to keep them away? Like, hey, we can just flash our passports real quick. And then you, uh, you tell me how you want to do it. Can you do it? Yes. But what does that look like? Like, what are you making smell bad? Well, I'm not a chemist myself, so I'm not sure what. I, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, what's it going to come from? I mean, what do you want to make it appear like? You can make something smell like rotten eggs real easy with what you've got. Yeah, just, I just want that to when they approach the vehicle. Okay. It's like, we can, hey, this is a military looking vehicle, isn't it? Yes. Well, I mean, they it's do. obviously been civilianized because, you know, all the. The gun, the the hard points are have been you know removed. Um, it's obvious that it's been used in civilian work now. Okay, uh, okay uh, that's fine. Uh, we've had a chemical spill. We're transporting uh, okay. toxic chemicals, and if they could just let us get out of here quickly, we've got we don't want to harm anybody, and we we've got to get this stuff out of the area. All right, so you're going over with uh, the ruse, and you're talking to Nico. Nico is in the driver's side uh, seat, so he's going to be the one they're talking to, unless somebody wants to get in the passenger side and be the talker. Yeah, as, uh, as soon you know, as they Nico get up is here, not. <laughs> yeah, Nico, when they get here, start talking normal. I'll make, I'll break something, and then uh, freak out and lean through the window, saying we've got something bad going on. I'll, I'll start the story out, and you can finish it. Okay. Does Jackie speak French? No, I speak German and Spanish and English. Okay. Okay. Uh, the gendarme is coming up to you. Uh, it looks like he has. Uh, he's looking at some photographs, um, and he's comparing it to the people behind the drivers. But he is diligently going to each car, asking for passports. Uh, you can catch some of the conversation now. 
um, the gendarme is being very polite. He's asking for, you know, papers. If they don't have papers, it's like, oh, are you a citizen? Uh, what is your business? That sort of thing. Uh, it looks like he's looking for some, someone specific. Like he keeps referencing down a photograph as he's going by. Uh, eventually he comes to yours. Now your windows are rolled up. Uh, Jackie, you see him right outside the window. So this is when you break your vial or whatever. Well, so I'm going to let him start asking his questions like everything's okay. normal. And right. then interrupt before he we can actually show him the or let him take the passport. All right. Yeah. Uh so yeah, he comes over to your window. Now your windows is a little bit further up from the ground since this is a truck. So like you're looking down on him a little bit. And he's making the signal to roll down your window. Yeah, I figured the windows would be down if we're in the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Awesome. It could be down. So uh, down. All right. Yeah, sir. And I start going off in French that, you know, I've got chemicals back here. What the hell's that's, going on? We don't That's when I break something and start wafting the smell like out towards the window and stuff. Okay. Merde. And uh, All right. oh, then start going off on like, oh my God, you know, this is going to, this could explode if we don't get it out of here. How, uh, <laughs> I start looking scared and I'm like, same thing. You How know? potent did you make this? Shit. Uh, enough to make us even cry. I don't want to damage us, but we're, we're you know, it, right. we don't have to act. It's going to be affecting us. Okay, you know, that's just it. Uh, all of you, uh, just basically uh, keep from really having issues with the smell that's coming through here. Uh, make me a mind roll. There's going to be a modifier. It's going to be a minus two. It's a tough roll. It smells awful. Uh, it's like. It's like eggs that have not only gone bad, but they've been sitting out in the sun for several days. Uh, and then, like, somebody just cracked them and whipped it all up and just threw it in your face. Uh, you you minus feel, two? Yeah. You all feel like you want to vomit. Okay, okay Reginald failed. Yeah. <laughs> so, Reginald, uh, you can't take it. I mean, this is awful. You're in the back. Uh, well, I wouldn't want to make you? it where we're actually going to have to leave the vehicle. That, that, that <laughs> well, ruins I mean, the land. Can I can I you hang know. my head out the back and just? Yes, you can. You can just put now, your can head I make through a the flap. Check to see how well I did it. Oh, I'm going to assume you did it very well. I mean, you don't have to roll sometimes when you're if you've got the background. Well, let's say it, it is what it is. You know, so you did it. It's it's particularly potent. Okay. Uh, Reginald it's hangs his head out. He starts gasping for air. The 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 gendarme steps back. He's like, man, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna vomit on the side of the truck. I'm gonna just out the window, my head out the window. <laughs> I'll be yelling in English. I don't know if they can understand or not. I'm like, this could blow. We've got to we've got to get moving to get the air flowing, or this could all cause a big explosion. I translate in between. All right, all right. Uh, he he goes or he holds his face he goes around back you see he's writing down your tags and then he starts yelling uh at, at uh, the rest of his force they're like he's make make a hole make a hole <laughs> and he starts waving you forward holding his mouth waving you forward to go go <laughs> your eyes are watering <laughs> Reginald uh you're hanging your head out the back yeah I'm, I'm beside him both of us puking yeah. As you're, as you're driving by the other cars that have their windows down, of course, because the heat are smelling it as well. You see so, several people just abandon their cars, go off to a ditch and start vomiting as you're driving through. Nico, you're having to honk your horn, but they're slowly parting out of your way. Yeah. 
Uh, unfortunately, uh, actually, let's not say this. Let's let's have you uh, let's have someone make a roll. And since Calhoun, this was kind of your thing. Um, let's see how persuasive you are. If you, it's happening. If you're very very persuasive, uh, we'll say no police escort. But it would be the they would give you a police escort for this sort of thing. Uh, so let's see how well you're able to do that. Um, this is an appeal test. Now, if you've got any kind of background that will allow you to be a good, smooth talker or someone that's convincing of someone that else. That would be a no, and I have a zero in it as well. Oh, geez. <laughs> so just a regular roll? A regular roll. It's happening. This is – okay, so they give you a police escort. Oh, that's uh, a critical failure too. Yeah. It's 2-1. Yep. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, you can – okay, so a crit failure is something bad happens. The bad happens is you're getting a police escort. There's going to be a car in front of you and behind you taking you uh, off this road. Um, that's the bad thing. If you want to make this a critical failure, you get a hero point, but something really bad happens. Yeah, it makes the story exciting. Let's do it. Okay, so right. Uh, so you have four escorts, one uh, escorts, one ahead of you, one behind you, and two kind of hemming you into the sides. Uh, Nico, uh, you break from the pack of all these automobiles that are kind of just all crushed together. And as soon as you're free of the pack, the police cars speed up and you kind of have to keep up with them uh, unless you want to try and ram a car off the road. And they're guiding you like they're kind of pushing you to like an off road. They don't want a car with a potential explosive of some sort getting into the city. You're not exactly sure where they're routing you. All right. But I'm kind of waving to them like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So you kind of uh, you kind of get off the main road and it looks like you're on kind of some kind of service road that's going it's paralleling but going away from Medina. Okay, um should we stop now and get out just get out and deal with this? Yeah, we can act like it's gotten under control. Hopefully that'll be enough. I think these guys are vampires. I mean, <laughs> I can get out I can get out hit all fours and start Let's see if we can talk our way out of it first. We'll let them know, hey, it's we had enough air through here that cleared out the chemicals. It's we've cleaned it up. uh, It's under control. Thank them very much. Okay. Well, Nico comes to a start uh, stop. uh, The sirens are going off. The guys uh, in front of you and to the side of you kind of slow down as well. You see a few of them draw firearms. The one behind you, uh, two of them come out of the car and they both draw rifles. And uh, you hear the guy that you originally talked to, Nico and uh, Jackie. He's like, "What? What is the problem?" I, I driver, driver. I don't driver. Talk to <laughs> driver like that. And I got. I'll be yelling that everything's under control and I've got it cleaned up and contained. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you wanted it to be just very brief, so the smell is going, uh, smell is going away. Since it doesn't smell as bad anymore, one of them walks up to the car. I mean, he's being, you can see that his uh, his fellows are backing him up. They've all got their rifles uh, and guns trained on you. He comes up and he says, uh, those passports now, please. Uh, and I hear, well, I don't know. I, do you understand the word passport? He's speaking in English speaking in english yeah because you were tr- you were talking before and but not in french but he speaks english uh, passports okay, like, uh 
Gone through any uh, any any uh, identifications, please. The chemicals got all over our bags. This stuff may be ruined. Uh, these chemicals could cause severe burns if touched. I I can try to dig them out if you want, but yes, I, I want. Either okay. we continue on uh, to a place where we know you are safe. You're not going, going to cause destruction to our city. Or I see your passports. Now, please. Uh, I'll look at everybody else that's inside, like, give them to me, and then I'm going to pour some, find something that I can pour all over them and just uh, anything that's oily or stinky that can ruin it. Okay. And make it, if it could be a, no, that's good. That cause yeah. physical burns. Tell you what, uh, if you are willing to spend a hero point for it, I will say that sure. you're going to be handing in passports that have your pictures have obvious stamps from the countries uh, you say you're from, uh, but the dates are going to be messed up. Yeah, no problem. Right, and I'm going to be like point. kind of some sort of like a uh, pencil or something to kind of hold them out. Like, I don't want to touch yeah, these yeah. things. Right. Uh, he, uh, he, he slides on one of his white gloves and he takes them from you. He's holding them away from his face. He's looking at them. He says, uh, these uh, they seem to be in order. Uh, uh, he shows you the photograph. It's January. Have you seen this man? No, I don't know. Uh, no? Does it look familiar to any of you? I don't know. Hey, um, game mechanic question. Do hero points regenerate at the end of the session? Uh, it started the session, so you would be back to full. Okay. I believe that's correct, Jeff. Um. I was I was thinking about I was looking at that. I don't think it's at the at the end at the beginning of the session. Let me double. I think each new session you get a fresh pool. Yeah, is it each new? Yeah, it's, yep, it might yep. be. So you would have refreshed tonight. Okay. <clears throat> it might be each new uh, story, but yeah, I'll give them back to you. Either way. All right. Uh, so, if uh, you know, he looks at you very closely. He's like, "All right, uh, where, uh, where are these chemicals being delivered to? Uh, you have proper uh, paperwork. I assume those also destroyed." And he kind of hands back the passports that stink and reek. Same thing. I kind of try to scoop them. Uh, get uh, the pencil, like in the fold. And, uh, where were these to be delivered? <laughs> uh, where I look at, I know I turned to uh, Nico. I'm like, uh, he had the uh, destination. He's our driver. Said I was supposed to be handling the chemicals. Uh, you you did not do your job very well, it seems. Excuse All of me. A sudden, just, stop from that backup. Yep. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, run it as you like, though. But it's yep. an uh, adventure. Adventure. Yeah. Now again, we're this is a one shot or no, one story good. arc, so we'll do it this way. Okay. Um, yeah. So Nico, yeah, he looks at you. Uh, you were delivering to to where? I have no French accent, so this is the best you're going to get. <laughs> Medina. Right, well, Medina. You, you're not entering my city with a truck smelling like shit. Bad, bad shit. That. Uh, uh, do what you must. Uh, do we need to uh, get? Uh, Bomb squad or chemical uh, gear out here? I don't know. I'm just the driver. Okay, I, I'm bad. going. 
if there is there a river close by that we could get buckets of water that would neutralize a lot of this stuff and then we can clean it up before we go into town uh, yeah, there's a there's an oasis not too far that way you see he points to the signs actually you see uh leave your truck here you can it's not too far half mile you can walk that do you need canteens uh, here, uh, he goes back to his uh, police car. And he comes back with two like jerry cans. You can take these. You just don't come into my city with this. I understand. All right. Uh, could one of your other men uh, give me a ride down there? It'd be a little lot quicker. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he kind of sniffs the air. He says. No. <laughs> he walks away. <laughs> okay. I'll start I'll start walking. Okay. So uh everybody leaves except for one uh one one car uh, that was left behind. You kind of get the idea he was the junior person on the force. Well, there's two of them. There's a driver and that uh, they're just kind of sitting there. Uh they've got the radio playing, uh doors open and just kind of waiting. I'm going to go up to him. Since I'm the driver, I'm pretending I don't know any of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, They offer you a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was going to say I have cigarettes, too. I have French <laughs> cigarettes. Um, okay, I, you know, and I just uh, go over to him and say, who, who, do you, who are you looking for? What, what are you looking for? Because uh, this thief... Uh, stealing uh, chemicals, stealing drugs, uh, several witnesses. Uh, he, he kind of fishes around and gets you like a sketch. Uh, it's, it's January. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, and I haven't seen these guys. Uh, this is all in French, so I'm not going to do the accent. So, like, I have not seen these guys, but I know it's not these guys. These guys are American. They don't... Uh, Okay. Uh, Nico, while you're talking to them, so like they got their doors open and they're kind of leaning out because uh, it still stinks a little in the area. Um, and while you're talking to these two, you kind of, you're looking at the back seat. You know, it's got uh, uh, kind of like a cage so that someone behind there can't get directly at, uh, you know, the police officers, but something's happening in that seat. It looks like a long black vertical seam just kind of appears in the air. And then you, you see two long sets of fingers come through, kind of like they poke through just out of midair. They start to part the air as if it were a hole. And you see this very pale face kind of poke through. It's very angular. The mouth is full of teeth. Its eyes are like cat's eyes with the slit pupils, and they're just red, this bright red. And then the hands kind of go longer and longer, and they're stretching out. And they're yeah, going for the I, throats of the two officers. I see it. I warned the guys. And, uh, <laughs> I exclaimed like something, you know, Santa Maria or something like that, you know. And uh, I go, behind you, quick! Ah! Like that. And, because you are having kind of this battle of faith and with odd stuff going on, uh, do make me a mind check. This is going to be a, a terror check. Yeah, I'm not trying to fake them out or anything. I'm really No, no, this is how you're reacting to seeing this as well. Okay, good. So... Regular mind check. Okay. Failure. Are you going to keep that? 
Do you want to re-roll that? Uh, no, I'll keep it. Let me just look this up real quick. Oh, this is the this is the copy before I added the index. <laughs> this is why indexes are important. <laughs> and the Kickstarter version will have it. <laughs> uh, actually, if you've got your PDF there, can you look up uh, the yeah. fear or terror for me real quick? And uh, let's find out what the results are when you feel. Where's the damn terror? Okay. That was one bad thing, and I can't find it. Uh, yeah, I think it is in the section with all the powers, maybe. Terrors, chapter 11, Terrors. Okay, what page Hello. is that? Uh, 61. Oh, yeah, the Terror and Hazards of Adventuring. That would be it. Okay. Okay, so if it exceeds, it does not affect the character stats. If you fail the mind roll, then all subsequent actions requiring rolls are subject to an additional penalty die. So you have a penalty die. All right, so during this situation, your rolls are with a penalty die. All right. <clears throat> okay, uh, so there you go. So you're a little frightened. Uh, you're taking it back, and you try to warn them. What do you say? I Well, if they're just lounging in the car in the front seat, I try to, you know, grab I grab the closest one and yank them. I'm like, get out, get out behind you, like that, okay. and the other one, and then. And I'm um, like, all right, so you can get one of them. Uh, I'm going to say you get the one on the driver's side. You grab his arm and you start pulling him. And he's like, what? The, he, he, unhand me. But he, you've got enough of leverage that he has to step out of the car, which saves him. Uh, his other friend, though, you watch as that long, sharp finger just kind of goes up behind the back of this guy's neck. It just pits him. The nail just gets driven into the base of the spine and it comes out just like right under his sinuses. And you see him just kind of wiggle on the end of that uh, long extended finger and he just kind of slumps over. Uh, the turn, guy that you pull out the guy. Yeah, yeah, the, I is, turn uh, you gotta see this. Man. Yeah, so he looks, he sees what's going on. Uh, let's have him do a mind check. Why not? Uh, he fails as well um, and he starts just doing ex extreme of expletives as he runs. He just <laughs> runs out into the desert. Okay. Now, Calhoun, you had grabbed the two uh, two jerry cans, and you had taken a few steps away from the. So I'm going to say that you hear this. Uh, you see one of the officers break to run. Uh, Reginald, you are still getting some air, <laughs> so you probably yeah, see come running back at on. that point. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and do initiative then. So it's a two d six plus your initiative score. There's an initiative button. Ah, that'll work. Okay, so every time, if you succeed, you go before everyone else. Uh, we got two failures. Okay, so both of you guys fail. So 
It's going to be uh, Calhoun is going to be able to act. Uh, the creature is going to act, and then Nico and Fane are going to act. So Calhoun, you don't actually see uh, what's going on uh, with the glare from the sun. You don't see what's going on in the car, but something is inside the police car. The one officer that was pulled out uh, just starts running. Did one of these gas cans have any remnants left in it, even a little bit? Uh, they're just empty cans. There's no gasoline in them. They were actually used for water. Uh, I'll just be running back. I've got to get to the... You can say Nico has just got this look of terror on his face as well. He's got a little white. Yeah, only thing I can do is haul ass back to try to get to the truck where our armaments are. Okay, so you're heading to the truck to get to the armaments. Okay, Reginald. uh, Well, actually, no. Reginald and Nico are both uh, last. So the thing that's in the car, um, the... Now a very dead officer just kind of slumps over the steering wheel, and so the horn starts going off. So you guys are just hearing this as a body is leaning over the horn. And the the thing just kind of erupts out of the top of the police car, just tears through the metal hood. Um, It seems to be not quite solid. It's just this black vapor, and you can kind of make out hands and a head and maybe a leg or two uh, standing on the hood of the car. Now it's in full sunlight, though, and it kind of turns its head and it kind of cowls inside of the darkness a little bit more. You can see it doesn't quite like the light. Uh, and you see these two red eyes just kind of peering out, looking around. Of course, it sees Nico uh, standing nearby. Uh, so, Nico, uh, the red eyes lock with you. We're going to do a contested mind check. If you've got anything that would give you uh, a bonus to being just very strong willed as far as a profession goes. You can add that. <clears throat> nope. Uh, no. Okay. No, especially because I've been role playing the whole, the exact opposite. Exactly. Yeah. With with regards to this type of thing, supernatural kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So go ahead and roll. All right. Plus, I still have the penalty die from the terror. Right? You do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so. you're rolling a 3d6, uh, dropping the highest and keeping the other two. Okay. Uh, all right. So you fail. He succeeds. The red eyes lock with you, and you're frozen to the spot. Um, on your turn, you can try and break free again, but right now, you can't move. And uh, the mist kind of leaps from the police car, and you guys see it kind of surround Nico. Kind of get the impression of like giant bat wings, or maybe it's a large cape, and it kind of surrounds Nico. Uh, so this round, Nico, he's uh, he's mesmerized you. He's got you standing still, uh, and he's uh, he's leaning down. You can feel his breath on your neck. Uh, so next round, if you don't break free, he's going to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking sustenance. Oh, like um, those things from Beastmaster. That yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be that. worse, actually. <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. those had form, huh? Okay. Uh, so technically, the test, Nico, uh, that was your round as you uh, did the, yep. the standoff to it, so you can't do anything this round. Reginald, what are you doing? Um, you see I'm Nico get enveloped with this kind of like black mist. All right. I've got a, uh, I've got one of those weird knives. Mm-hmm. Can I run at it and try to stab it? You want to stab the darkness? 
Yes, I do. And I want to use it. <laughs> I want to use a hero point in order to like leap and do it in a dramatic fashion. Uh, don't spend the hero point yet. Um, that would be cool to spend it if you end up getting double sixes or something like that. But uh, you could, yeah, you can make it look whatever you want. So it's very dramatic as you uh, leap off uh, the cargo carrier with this knife. Um, yeah, the problem being with this is Nico is under there somewhere. So if you roll really bad, you might knife Nico. But go ahead okay. and make me that attack roll. So <clears throat> it is, um, it is going to be your. Uh, melee combat ability added into um, agility in this case, because you're doing that leap. So we'll do agility. Okay, so I make an agility roll? Agility roll, add in your melee. Um, okay. So modifier is whatever my melee is, right? Yes. Boom, success. Okay. Uh, you stab it with a knife. Uh, your knife kind of tears through the blackness. Um, you can go ahead and do me damage on that. And I think, um, what did we do on this last time? We did, did we do 2d6 with the silver knives? Or did we do? I think it was 2d6, yeah. Yeah, 2d6, keep the keep the one, the highest. Yeah, keep high, 2d6, yep. 2d6, okay. keep high. So six, do six points of damage. Um, yeah, you. There's a smell of uh, smells like something sulfurous burning, and you hear like this high whining, uh, just kind of a hiss coming from it. It's hard to tell though because you've got this siren, not siren, uh, this horn going off as the body is still slumped over it. In the distance, you see the soldier continuing to run. Uh, all right, so I think we keep the same order, Jeff, for the whole combat. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Okay, so there's going to be back to Calhoun then. You made it last round to um, you made it to your Jeep, or not Jeep, but your, your truck. Uh, you were rifling through. What are you pulling out? I'm looking for a firearm that I can slam one of those special cartridges in. Yeah, you grab a rifle. Seems to be what they're made for. You slam it in. Uh, you pop up out of the hood. You can take a shot, but again... Nico's yeah. surrounded in this mist. Do you really want to yeah, shoot well, He may mist? die if I don't either way. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead and make that shot. Uh, what do our, let's see, soldier, ranged, and agility? Or Yeah, uh, typically in combat, you don't add a class unless it's a really pertinent thing. So, like, do you okay. feel like so you were a sharpshooter? No, yeah, if you were no. a sniper, maybe I, I was a demolition expert. Yeah, so I, I'm going to say that that's not going to account for this. I suggest the ranged. It's just the agility. Range and agility. Okay. Ooh, are you going to keep that? Yeah, I'll roll a hero point. Okay. I'll keep whatever comes next. Oh, did I click the wrong thing earlier? Now it's asking me for a uh, input variable for range. That didn't have it for the last one. What did I roll? Oh, I just rolled agility. I didn't. Uh, you didn't do okay. Just do this again as another roll. Uh, it's just going to be a zero modifier. You're not point blank, but you're not at a range increment either. Close or it's got close, close medium, long. Okay, so close. Yeah. And what's the target's defense? Target's defense is. Pardon me for a second. Yeah, I totally did that wrong. I just uh, defense it. is two. And 
then the modifier would be there is it shouldn't be any modifier for for the range it should already have it built in right, shouldn't it right so the modifier would be like if you could add in a class or not a class okay. a profession uh, still a failure okay now do you want to hero point this we'll say this is your role because the last one was yeah. a long dice okay. okay so yeah i'll spend the hero point and it was close Still a failure. Okay. Um, so here's how I want to do this. Uh, so you shoot right into the blackness, uh, and you're going to hit Nico. Um, just roll a D6. Ouch. Okay. So Nico, um, you get shot, uh, but he's using one of these special ammo that's kind of a, a glass globule. So it, it kind of cuts into you, and it's very wet from whatever the fluid is. It really doesn't do much damage, though. Uh, two lifeblood, half round okay. down. Uh, it smarts. It hurts, uh, but it's not. it didn't penetrate your skin, really. Oh, and it doesn't right. seem to have any other effect on you. Right, it's turn. Uh, it's going to chow down does, on Nico. Does it breaking against him splash any onto the creature to get a reaction? Unfortunately, not. No, <laughs> not with a miss. Uh, so Nico, uh, it is going to bite down on you this round. It's just going to apply damage. Um, this way. Oh shoot! I put the roll in the wrong. I keep doing that. Chat window. Okay. Um, Nico, uh, instead of lifeblood, drop your strength by two. Okay. It's temporary, oh, but uh, yeah, it starts draining blood from you. And it's uh, like you feel like uh, you don't really even feel like you were bit. Like uh, it just feels actually it feels kind of tingly. You know, that's all. And so if you were a camera watching this, you would just see his blood just being pulled into the air around him and so that black fog the fog just kind of gets a little bit of crimson interlaced in it as the blood is just it's coming through his pores there's no hole there's no wound it's just being drawn out through his pores uh, oh that's it's like that misting misting yep. out yeah yep. Okay. Yep. okay so uh nico you can try and break uh his hypnotic hold on you Okay. Uh, it's another mind check. Uh, you need to beat his original, which was uh, an eight. <clears throat> okay. Hey, uh, Defender uh, will win the tie on this. So you kind of shake your way out of it. So uh, you're free of, uh, so you can move your and control yourself again. Uh, you feel pain now that you're not being lulled. Uh, you know, there's blood, a little bit of it is, is kind of coming out of your nose and kind of going up into the air. There's blood coming out of the pores on your neck. You feel a little weak uh, from the strength reduction. You are your own person again. However, that is your turn. Uh, Reginald, what are you doing? All right. So, I mean, is this thing still there? Is it? Still oh, yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Okay. I'm going to take another whack at it with the knife. Okay. It's defenses two. All right. So I am it's melee. And I forget strength. Um, 
defense is two. And modify, do I have a modifier? Um, no, not for this. Uh, uh, also, Art Heart Studio threw you guys 100 bits out there, so that can be healing uh, or hero points, however you guys want to break it up. So 100 points would be heal one character, D6 lifeblood, or you can break it up into two hero points if you'd rather. Up to you guys. The hero points are in a pool. Anyone can use them. <clears throat> so how did you do? You failed. Uh, failed, yeah. Do you want a hero point that, or do you want to keep the failure? Yeah, I'm going to hero point that. Okay. So it means I, need, I get to re-roll, and I have to keep the re-roll. Yep. Okay, strength. Defense is two. What time of day is it? It's it's late afternoon. No, I did not. Okay. Um, In fact, I rolled a one. I roll a D six. Not not uh not 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 uh keep high, just roll a D six. All right. Probably not good. Nico, you get stabbed. A blade just comes through, cutting through the mist as uh, you're stabbed for six lifeblood. Oh, sorry, man. (laughs) Yeah, Nico yells. So we're going to need to go ahead and use that 100 for a heal. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to kill him. Nico screams as your your knife cuts into him. For Um, six, right? Yeah, for six points. Okay. Jesus. Uh, all right, so we're back at the top. Uh, Calhoun, you <laughs> took a shot. You heard Nico yelp when you shot him. And you heard him yeah. yell and scream again as Reginald stabs into this cloud. And I'm going to shoot again. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. God damn it. I get the same number every time. You're going to keep it hell? or not? Uh, I'm going to spend one of my hero points again. This I'm down to two. I got to hold after this. So I'm keeping whatever this is. Close range, defensive two. There we go. Right. Okay. Yeah, you recalculate. You shoot higher up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that makes it. Uh, so this is going to be different than a normal gun because it's uh, it's basically it's a payload of holy water and silver. Nice. Uh, of course, you wouldn't know that, but that's what it is. Do that's now. Cool. It is going to be um, against this creature. It's going to be two d six high times two. Two d six. Fourteen so points of damage. Uh, Boy, actually, no, no, keep, keep, yeah. You said keep high. Yeah. So ten. Uh, actually, let me make sure I'm doing this right, Jeff. So when it says two d six high. Roll three. Does that mean you roll three dice? Yeah, roll you roll three, three dice. dice and you keep, keep the, two the highest. highest. Two. Yeah. Then, so roll another d6. There you go. Five and so three. 16. Yeah. So 16 points of damage. Um, all right. So, yeah, you you blast it. You go higher this time, Nico. Uh, it, it just misses you, um, but it does affect the cloud around you. Uh, the cloud just kind of shimmers. It pulls away from you, and it becomes more solid. Um, you can, it's definitely a figure now. Like it's, it's in this black kind of a long tattery, almost like a trench coat. 
the figure is just very spindly. Uh, arms and the neck and the head are just very thin, almost skeletal. The skin is very pale. And now that it's more physical, the sunlight is definitely hurting it. It starts hissing. It starts trying to cover up. Um, its action, now that it has it, is going to be, to, it kind of flows like water as it goes underneath the police car to get out of the sunlight. Uh, Nico, what do you want to do? You're free now. Okay. Um, am I standing or am I on my you're knees? Standing. Or am I, no, you're, okay. you're standing. I'm standing. Um, I'm getting away from the police car. I'm going. Yeah. To the- <laughs> Nico moves out of the way. Yeah, I'm getting uh, the fuck out of there. Just- Reginald, what do you want to do? Is there another creature in the police car? Not that you see. No, the doors are wide open. You don't see another creature in there. Is there anyone in the driver's seat? Uh, there's a body slumped over the steering wheel so that the horn is still going off. I'm going to pull the body out. Okay. And jump in behind. I assume the car was still running. <laughs> uh, it was on because they were playing the uh, radio. So, yeah. I'm going to drive forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'll give it to you this round. Um, All right. Okay, you you drive forward. You hear a crunch, crunching sound. <laughs> um, you probably back up and do it again. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when you... But don't, drive don't. away. Uh, yeah, there's a there's just a smoking pile. Uh, there's like this long, tattery uh, trench coat. Uh, when I say trench coat, I mean an actual trench coat, like you know the kind that they wore during the trench warfare. Uh, and it's really tattered. It's old, and it's just filled with this dust that's just being picked up by the wind and starts to kind of waft away. The trench coat is wafting away, or the dust in the, the trench- dust. The trench coat seems to be real and solid. Whatever was in it is just turned to dust. Okay. This might be a mistake, but what happens if I grab a handful of the dust and try to do my thing? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. You grab the dust and you have it. Uh, you have it in your hand. Make me a mind check. All right. Tell me your magics. <laughs> oh, that's a success. Okay. Um, wow, this is going to be rough. Okay, so you do have a flashback. Um, you have you're seeing a scene um, through the eyes of someone else. Uh, there are four of these creatures that you just fought, and they're all standing in the middle of kind of like this. There's Tesla coils crackling in the background, but on the floor. There's these intricate kind of like occult designs and there's kind of this green, just energy that's flowing between the Tesla coils. And you're seeing from the eyes of someone who's standing on the outside, you're looking down at a book uh, that seems to be in very old German and they're chanting. Um, You do happen to catch some interesting things though. One, he's got a wristwatch on. And as Reginald is uh, a man of some wealth and influence, uh, that is a modern Timex just made last year. It's a brand new watch that's on mm-hmm. his wrist. Uh, you see these figures in these trench coats. They start to just kind of, it's like uh, its like they step through the air. There's like a seam in the air. They just kind of step through it. And the air just kind of closes around them. Uh, after the last one passes through, uh, the person turns and there is a map on the wall. 
you can see it's got the current date. Like this is the current date, so it's a new map on the wall. And uh, as you're as as the person's turning and you scan this map, um, you see there's a there's like a pin point on the map, and uh, that pin point is in Turkey. Can't tell exactly where, but it's somewhere in Turkey that the pin point is. Uh, and that's it. You're you're dropped out of it. Does that mean anything to me? Um, no. Huh. The occult symbols on the ground, though, uh, they, they mean something. You're just not able to dredge it up. It's like you've seen them before somewhere. You got this like just barest hint of a memory, but you can't. Would I be able to sketch them out? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna find. Actually, do you have any kind of artist background at all? Um, entertainer. Eh, close no, enough. I, I mean, it's it's crude, but you get the idea. The symbols are pretty close to what you saw. Okay, I'll show this to <clears throat> Nico and and uh, Jackie here, and so you guys, does this ring a bell? It, you've seen things like this before, but you can't pinpoint it unless either one of you took some kind of occult background. I'm going to go back through our notes, whatever our memories. <laughs> it's written Nothing. down. None of your missions had dealt with anything like anything like this. At least not what's written in the folders. And what's written in the folders is all that you have in memory. Uh, since we had kind of established last time that I'm a movie buff, I like, like the, the cheesy horror films. Could sure. that help with anything? Other like, than it seems, a- it seems to be very, um, let's see. Who was big during this time? Vincent. This is too late for Vincent Price, but yeah, it's Bella um, Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems to all be very. Guy. It seems to be that kind of hammer horror sort of thing, you know. Uh, hammer horror. Universal speed. horror. Would Universal horror. horror. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you feel like maybe this is like some kind of gag or something because it's so you know typical movie at the time. Did the thing look kind of like a Nosferatu? From that movie, yeah, yeah, pale skin, hairless, very There's thin. Something right there, you remember Nosferatu? Classic. Yeah, that was um, Count uh, Grishnak, Orlock, Orlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I he's showing me stuff, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get to a med kit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these aren't hit points. This is life. <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, you're bleeding. I, I'm looking for a med kit amongst our stuff. Yeah, use those points that we were gifted to heal up. Yeah. Uh, so just roll a d6, uh, and that's how many lifeblood you get back. Please roll six. Hello. There Two. We go. <laughs> Something. Two. Hey. Okay. Better than one. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I feel really bad and and like keep apologizing to Nico. <laughs> Same. It's okay, man. It's okay. I was just worried that was going to do worse to you than I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing you can do, Bill, uh, is that you saw that map 
you know, before the memory goes away, you scout around inside the glove compartment, you pull out a map, um, and you, uh, you know, you, you didn't, you couldn't read it. It's almost like in a dream where you can't read text, right. but you could certainly see, you know, where the map and roughly where the pinpoint is. Okay. Um, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. So it is, uh, in that area, um, Alara Castle, which is an, a, a historic Armenian castle uh, that was in the area. That's kind of where the pinpoint was. Okay. Now, of course, relay this to Armenian Castle. Yep. All right. Without talking to these guys, I'm just into my own zone here. I am. uh, I grab the keys, uh, open the trunk, Mm -hmm. start pulling our shit out, and putting it, throwing it in the trunk of the of the cop car. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, we need to get the hell out of here and uh, transfer vehicles because they're looking for a. The last thing they saw was a big truck. And yeah, we, and you uh, you have the, a. We dump the cop car as soon as we get a chance. And you've got a and dead officer. Do they have now, radios too. at this time? <coughs> uh, probably not. Uh, even if they did, they would not have the budget for it. So yeah, they probably wouldn't have the budget for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I want to. I want to look in at the trench coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to look for the uh, labels. Okay. Um, Remember, like the military, our military gear, we had the the U.S. official U.S. Army and whatever yeah. labels in them and stuff. I'm looking at this. Is it German? Is it Austrian? Is it you know? Well, it's German. German. But. It is definitely German, um, and it's the. Um, what do they what do they call it? Uh, it's the waterproof, so it's kind of rigid on the outside a little bit. And it's been waxed. Is it pre Nazi? Is it? Uh, it is. Know, like... It is. It's actually more like World War One. World War One. Okay. Yeah. Not that that was that long ago either, but no, but it wasn't Nazi. Mm-hmm. Not Nazi. There's, no. No. There's a big difference yes. amongst fighting Absolutely. people, especially German people. I'm, I'm a German soldier. I'm not a Nazi. You know that yep. kind of thing. No, this is uh, pre-World War II. Okay. Uh, interestingly, looking at it, uh, some of the holes that are in it look like they were done from gunshots, from bullets that had gone through it. Oh, can my <clears throat> eye tell the calibers? Probably not. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I don't see any pellets from shotgun or... Large bore rifles or pistols? Or- no, it looks okay. like it was all small munitions fire. Enough okay. of them that whoever was wearing this probably, you know, should be dead. <laughs> should okay. be dead. So some spot on in the back coming out, center <laughs> mass and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. So I, you know, I, I show the guys this, you know, and I'm like, it's German. The Great War, and as in the, also I'm you know whatever we don't need. If you guys want to, um, suit yourselves up, I'm taking one of those uh, one of those Lugers we found from the earlier uh, guys, and I'm leaving it loaded the way it is. I mean, I'll check the loads and, mm-hmm. but then in my Beretta, 
I'm going to replace it with those uh, ammo clips that he found. So I'll have two pistols, one with regular old lead bullets and the other one with whatever special deal that uh, Jackie found. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, if there's weapons enough, that's a good idea for all of us to do, to have standard ammo and then special ammo. Yeah, again, you guys seem to know which ones are yours. Like, they just feel right in your hand. You pull them out. Um, do you guys suit up with your old gear or just get the weapons? Uh, I'm going to suit up at this time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we might as well get fully oh, packed out. All three of you make me mind, mind checks. <clears throat> Wow, even okay, I everybody. Bam, bam, bam. Okay, so you guys suit up and you know exactly like again, it's just like an old friend. You know exactly where to cinch it tight. It's it's perfectly sized for you. Although probably get the montage. Honestly, yeah. yeah I was gonna ask montage. for that. Red, Reginald's it. is probably a little tight <laughs> because after the war he did really well and he's probably let himself go a little bit. So Reginald's is a little, <laughs> little tight. So he's having to let out some of the straps. You know exactly where to put the gear. Um, and See, me looking... and Nico were pushing and tugging, trying to help him get it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As you guys have finished suiting up, you've got all your weaponry stowed, um, and you know you're you all of this got just uh, this profound sense of loss. As you notice that uh, that you're missing some of your platoon here. We'll say Richard's character is in here doing this as well. Uh, so you know you have this this sense of loss that your your brotherhood isn't complete. But then as you're, you're thinking of that, it's like everything just kind of, it's like you blink. When you open your eyes again, uh, Nico, you're in the middle of one of these odd occult diagrams with these Tesla uh, reactors going off all around you. You're standing in the middle. You've just been hit by some kind of green ray. Your hands are splayed out like this. Two more of you are next to you just having taken a hail of bullet fire. Wow. <laughs> and you can see the blood is frozen in the air as it's being expelled by the bullets around you. It's like just frozen in time. Uh, and you're kind of frozen too, but your eyes move and you kind of look around you uh, as you're haloed by this light. Uh, Calhoun, you've got this huge fire axe uh, that's stuck in the ground. You've just beheaded one of these trench coat wearing vampires. Uh, but as you're coming up, Frozen in the air is a large caliber bullet that's just about to slam into your skull. Um, oh, uh, Bill has just walked away, so we don't know what's going to happen to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill's disappeared. He can't watch. <laughs> um, let's see. Richard's character is uh, he's splayed out um, on almost like this altar, and they've ripped open his vest, and they've just plunged this dagger through his chest and into his body while there's this, this creature that has cracked open his rib cage and is reaching in for his heart. Um, I don't know if Bill can hear us or not, uh, but Bill is in the midst of pulling a pin on a grenade and he's just kind of got it in his hand like this. As you see frozen in the air, several bullets coming right at his head. And then oh, wow. in like a blink, you're back. You're, you're standing here in the hot Casablanca sun. <clears throat> Those bullets were kind of like Matrix style? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I just kind of instinctively like reached to my head where the impact was going to be at a reflex. What the? F- just kind of look. So as you're all doing that, uh, January, who's sitting on just like a duffel bag, and again, none of you really react to this being odd. Is shaking out a couple of cigarettes. He's like, "Damn this thing, ain't it?" He hands the pack around. He pull the pack out. He lights it for everybody. We don't care that if he's here with us. It feels completely natural. It's it's you don't. It doesn't really register that it's odd at all, or that anybody was just asking if we've seen him or he's set us up. That didn't even cross. No, no, mind. no. That crosses your mind. Like, hey, wasn't somebody looking for you? Sort of thing. Why yeah, someone, someone was asking about you, and why are we here? Oh well, you know, I mean, it's the best that we could do. Um, you know, uh, we we failed. Um, I got you all out. I I don't know where we ended up, but um, it's all going to come back soon. Kind of like a rubber band that's been stretched to its limit. It's all going to snap back soon. I tell them North Africa. Tell him North Africa. Lost. Yeah, he said yeah. he doesn't know where we are. I said, yeah, North, North Africa. Africa. Yeah, we all died. We failed. They won. But we're not dead. No, no, no that's yet. I mean, more of this bullshit that's being put in our head. This that ain't real. He uh, he looks at his watch. He says, "Just do better next time." And then, like just kind of fades away and you guys just kind of continue the conversation. You remember talking to him, but again, it doesn't seem odd that he's just kind of faded away. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now you're free to explore that. It's just the, as character, your characters just don't really like, this seems normal somehow. Hmm. Looking for Doctor Strange, but okay. <laughs> what dimension am I in? Okay. Yeah, funny he mentioned the Matrix. It's kind of sounding like that. Or what was the hell was that movie? Um, <clears throat> uh, it's the one where the guy kept coming back from the dead and, and like going on the train, and then the train would blow up. And then he'd go back to the beginning. There's all kinds of Groundhog Day sort of movies. Yeah. 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 Feel free to ask questions amongst your, like the the characters can ask questions, but just the the feeling of him popping in and out just seems normal somehow. You can still question things, but it just feels kind of normal. Like my character is really starting to, to, Suspect this isn't real. Well, it's got to be real. Look at this. This is real. And I felt <laughs> the wounds. Yeah, he's, he's still bleeding. Yeah, yeah, but what about? I mean, obviously, obviously, no disrespect intended. I'm, I'm just. Why would he say just do better next time? That's kind of. I'm inclined to agree with you. I mean, every memory we have verbatim is written down. How is that possible? Unless it was planted in our head or we're not real to begin with. 
Are we dead? Are they bringing us back to life? Or are we possessed? Thing is, all of you guys can remember having a fine life in the last five years after you mustered out up till the point where you showed up in Casablanca. Actually, prior to that a little bit because you don't know how you got here either. But well, if that perfectly attacked him as well. <clears throat> Too bad the internet isn't going to be invented for a while. (laughs) I mean, I talked to my nephew. Yep. And Reginald withdrew funds from a bank. I talked to my nephew. He said Papa was okay. That's the head of my crime family. Hmm. But they just know him as my Papa. My grandfather. But, um... Oh my god. So I feel I'm away I'm alive, but I I don't know if I'm going crazy. But I'm not going crazy because you guys saw what I saw. That that guy running through the desert right now saw what I saw. Yeah, I don't know. So I take it you guys are in the police car and you're talking as you're cruising. Where are you heading at this point? Yeah, we're getting the hell out of there, but we're still heading towards Medina. But Okay. Uh, heading towards Medina. Medina's got a nice airport. Uh, it's one of the hubs. And it's also got a very large dock. Uh, a lot of uh, shipping going in and out through Medina. So, yeah, I mean, you basically just joined traffic. You're, on, you're in traffic to Medina. You're in a police car. Um, but, yeah, as you're saying, no radios. So... <clears throat> Oh, and you're all dressed up in battle fatigues. Like you have <laughs> some very fancy battle fatigues on. Although there were also uh, coats in there that would cover it up, but this is also a desert, which would be awfully odd wearing one. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Um, what wouldn't be odd is us getting out of here and going to Turkey. And if we head to that place in the mountains, the coast would be appropriate. And I can get us off of here. We can talk to people. I, I know how to talk to people. I've got the, I'm thinking the crib, take the criminal thing and get on a boat or get on a plane using my criminal contacts Yeah. to, pay enough if we can pay enough people will take us out of here no questions asked so, so if you plan? guys want to do that we can I don't, just, I, where with the bank I can probably get some more money you did see something right you you were talking about Turkey yeah and like I told him again about the map and this is where it pointed to on the map yeah, and so so the, the interesting about that is like the pin on the map of the place he's pointing to is just a location in Turkey, but you all seem to know that there's a castle, an old fortification there. Yeah. I mean, one thing that's clear is that there's more going on here than <clears throat> than you know, like what's going on on the surface, and I'm a little wary about that, but I don't see what we can do except follow it through. Yeah, but I don't want to be here and be manipulated. And I don't. I mean, control, we could just we don't control go home. Here. We could just go home. I'm not going to bring that home. 
werewolves. Vampires? You know, this demon thing. Well, if we're dead, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jackie is kind of getting a morose outlook to things. <laughs> oh, dead man. We're just gone, man. Game <laughs> over, man. Game over. Awesome. Hmm. Well, but they were Germans. They were Germans. <clears throat> Can he describe the people that he saw in the ceremony, or were they all hooded and cloaked? And- uh, he was looking out of someone's <clears throat> eyes, uh, and he was the only person there except for the Nosferatu-type things that were all being moved somewhere. Mm. Couldn't really see anything else. Have any of us had any run-in at all during our quote-unquote military career? In any kind of supernatural thing? Nothing that any of you can remember. Nothing. Okay. So these are just standard World War II combat commando mission type things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of your memories, which line up, unfortunately, verbatim with the mission folios that you have, which all do have the top secret and, you know, elevated uh, clearance, you know, bands on them. Uh, the, you were just taking out fortifications. You guys were kind of like a special force group that was dropped in to take care of intelligence uh, areas. Like you would go in, get the intelligence or burn it up if you could. That seemed to be what you were doing. What was headquarters? Where were we headquartered? <laughs> if that's the thing. You don't know. There's no record of it going to be like, you've got records of each one of your missions, but nowhere does it tell where you report back to. Mm. Were we OSS? Um, this was a joint special force from different branches. Like, uh, so Richard's character was OSS. Oh no, 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 he wasn't. He was on the. He was from the British Air Force, actually. Um, the RAF that was recruited in. All of you came from different regiments from different nations. Okay. Hmm. If Nico's American, you might have been OSS. No, Nico's Corsican. Oh, Corsican. Okay. Yeah, so he's French right off. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was probably free French. Yeah. Up until a point. <clears throat> Resistance. Yeah. Um, and you can remember all of that, too. You guys can remember being recruited into the special forces. You all pick for unique aptitudes you had. Um, all of your missions seem to revolve around uh, getting records, getting information, infiltration, that sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I say we get the hell out of here because people are looking for people. People are looking for us. Things are finding us. Okay. You guys are back in the city now. Uh, you've just kind of joined the flow of traffic. Um, Nico's driving. So, Nico, why don't you make me a luck check? Do it's D100, say high or low. This is not part of Dicey Tales. I just use this to figure out how well you guys are doing on the luck factor. Low. All right. Let's have the roll. Slow. 
you see one police car, uh, several links ahead of you. <clears throat> Otherwise, uh, it looks like you're just kind of fading into the background. Because you're in a police car, the traffic's giving you a fairly wide berth, so you're able to get through pretty well. So you've got the docks, you've got the airport, or you can lose yourself in the city. So how are you doing this? Airport is quicker. Docks, we actually have time on the ship. And it won't cost as much. Flying out will cost a great deal. Mind you that Richard's character is a pilot. Yes, doesn't he have a plane here? Yeah, yeah, well, back in uh, Casablanca. Yeah. Back in Casablanca, it has no fuel. And it's probably and is definitely being watched and monitored. But we could steal a plane very easily. Might as well. I'll go airport then. Airport I it vote. is. Okay. I'm... You drive in with the police car. Uh, you park. Uh, they've only got one one parking lot uh, if that's what you want to use um i can park wherever the hell i want i'm a police car so what do you do you want to park out with the planes in the loading area or do you want yeah, to park I, go, where... I go looking around we we i tell them you know uh i i assume that uh they're gonna tell me reg, uh who is original was it original that's the pilot no no it's uh, uh, no it's just no. Richard, braddock braddock okay pilot. So I'll let Braddock tell me just exactly what he's looking for, or he'll see it and he'll he'll point it to me. Right. So that's what we want right there. You know that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Sure enough, yeah, he points a small plane. Uh, you know, it's it's not got a lot of car- cargo capacity, but it's got to take you guys. Um, yeah, he points one out. It's a private plane. It's being ran by uh, it's a private air service that's just doing uh, basically small land hops. He's got to sign up and you know, giving rates for different areas. Uh, if you want to take a scenic tour of the area or if you wanted to get to specific places, um, Braddock will tell you that uh, despite how small it is, it actually has a really good fuel capacity. So it could get you to where you need to go. Okay. So... Uh... Yeah, I want to go talk right. to the so guy. So there are some police pe- there are you do see some uniformed police officers on the tarmac here and there. They're inspecting luggage, probably looking for contraband. Uh you did well on the luck check. So where you drive up, there's none immediately around you. But you guys aren't dressed like officers either. You're dressed like a tactical team. Right. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to what I'm telling them, what I'm suggesting to the guys um I'll go get the keys, and we'll probably bring them with us. Oh, you Sailor, see, uh, you see, basically a small hut just a little bit away from the plane that must be the the tour agency that runs that plane. Okay, then yeah, I guess. Okay, I'm trying to remember Taciturn here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them start loading. I'll get the guy. I'll get the keys. So then that way. Um, Jackie and Cal, uh, Jackie and uh, Reginald can start loading, and uh, Braddock can start checking over the plane, looking at levels and stuff like that. And you I'll guys just walk guy. up like it's your plane. You start loading it. Uh, yep. Door's not locked. When somebody though inside the little uh, 
kind of like a bungalow of a house. It's just like this little ramshackle thing that was set up out here. Uh, starts yelling at you from inside. Uh, door. He's comes out the door with a shotgun. It's like it starts yelling um, uh, in French, uh, calling you a bunch of thieves to get off his plane. <laughs> As an older man, uh, he's probably in his late fifties. Okay, I I just I I with my hands in the air, I start approaching to him. I'm saying, okay. look, look, this is an emergency. I'm talking to him in French, and okay. I'm like, this is an emergency. I've got a lot of money, and I've got a very little bit of amount of time. Yeah, he's, he's he's leveled the shotgun down at you. He's like, don't get any closer. But then when you say you've got a lot of money, he's like. How much? <laughs> Enough to take care of you, my friend. Okay. Uh, make me an appeal roll to see if he believes you. Okay. I got an appeal here. And... <clears throat> because I'll remind you, you really don't have much money on you. You just got the few right. hundred that Reginald has. <clears throat> appeal roll. Boom. Okay, I'll re-roll that. that. I will yeah. re I will burn okay. a hero point to re-roll that. All right. And uh let's see. Same thing. All right. So uh so what happens okay. is uh he doesn't believe you at first. He says, Let let's uh your your words uh don't have as much weight as coin. Let's see the money. All right. I'll start I'll start uh reaching in my thing mm-hmm. and um and then i'm like oh. jackie give me the cash <laughs> i look over at reginald I call him. when i when i indicate to jackie does he look at jackie yes that's all i need mm-hmm. all right uh then nice. i'm gonna try a, a spin kick okay make me a mind check kick this away from him <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. That's for the bonus design. Regular without mind roll. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm just gonna let you have the action. You go in for a spin kick. Uh, go ahead mm-hmm. and make me uh make me the roll. Make me the melee attack roll. I'm gonna say defense okay. of nothing. <laughs> Zero defense. Okay. I just want to kick the the shotgun out of his uh. Out of his uh, thing. Well, I got weapon specialist, so that gives me a bonus die. And uh, let's see here. Melee with a bonus. Melee attack with bonus die. Boom. There we go. And there the modifier is... Oh, is my strength back up? Your strength is back up, yeah. It came back after about an hour. Okay. So yeah, strength of one. So the modifier is one. Boom. What the fuck? All right, I'm oh, spinning it. No, I'm no, no, you don't have to. No, 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 you don't have to. What All goes right. on is you do you leap up, you do the spin kick, and your heel just misses his gun as he pulls it back. Mm-hmm. But then two more Nikos just kind of appear beside him and they're like uh their kick goes off one of them gets the guy behind the head and the other one actually hits the gun and there's three nikos standing there now 
Oh, shit. Okay, so I freeze. And the other two just kind of uh, look at you, and they just kind of shrug. One of them pulls out a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that, too. (laughs) I'm looking at them, and I'm like, who are you? Uh, They both just shrug. Uh, Who are you? It's been a while. I made you. We are you. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. I, I need some around. supervision. I wouldn't. I told you I don't have no money. Dude. So, I yeah, Jackie, like, you see uh, three Nico standing there. One of them's pulled out a cigarette. <laughs> the other one is uh, like patting down the guy with the shotgun. He takes the shotgun. He pats the guy down. Throws uh, throws Nico Jeff the keys. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie, I, I may have got hit in the head a little too hard or something. How many Nikos do you see? Looks like I see three of them. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Oh, too much weird shit. I'm the only. My sanity's leaving. I I walk that way. What's going on, Nico? Nico and Nico. I made you. I am you. Yeah. You haven't called on us in a while. Uh, did they do that brain wipey thing again? You always forget. Every time they do it. Every time. Can you help us remember so we can do that too? Who who does it? Who who brain wipes my brain? Oh, the, the commander. I mean, every time after a mission, they do this thing and you never remember and it takes you a while to call us back. Every time. It's it's really annoying. I call you too. Yeah. And you come. Usually. Where, I mean, where do you go? I mean, we can only do this like, you know, once, once where a day or so. Where do you go? <laughs> yeah. Hot night, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We come from you. We are you. I mean, the other one says, it just shakes his head, says, we have this conversation every damn time, but they really have to use so much drugs. Drugs? Yeah, it's a whole thing. I mean, they after after a mission, they dope you all up, and then uh, you're all loopy for a few weeks. Uh, you forget everything, and <clears throat> yeah, uh, every time. I don't have something that was on the envelope. Braddock touch. I'm sorry. What did, what did you say? Oak? Something about the envelope? Yeah, I'm saying it's probably the drugs that were on the uh, the sponge in the envelope that Braddock touched. Oh no, no, you guys did that. So that that was to wake you up. They do that before your mission, so you know what you know. You know you you need your skills, right? So before they unleash you, they they give you back your memories. So we're supposed to have used those chemicals. Yeah. We still have them with us when we loaded all our stuff up. You still have the envelopes. I'd go up to one of the extra Nikos and say, do you know what date it is? Uh, actually, they don't. Uh, actually, they give you a date that's uh, like four and a half years ago. It would have been right after you guys mustered out. I'll be right back. And I'm shaking my head the whole way. I'm heading back to the plane. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Fuck. And I'm going to go find my envelope mm. and then just pull the, the pull the sponge out and like rub it all over my face. <laughs> 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 okay. 
the Nikos now all have cigarettes in the mouth. They offer Jeff Nico one, <laughs> and there's like this. They kind of rib each other. It's like this is gonna be fun. So Bert, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a sister. Okay, mm-hmm. so then I look at one of them real quick. My sister Clara's husband's name. Uh, well, that would be all great if you ever had a sister. Clara was your babysitter. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the other one kind of nudges the other guy and says, "And you keep your playboys under your brother's mattress. That's just sick." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, Jackie, um, (laughs) you have no idea what's going on. Your skin tingles where the stuff touches your skin. You're starting to get the shakes a little bit. You start to, like, uh, your vision starts to swirl a little bit. Um, Go ahead and uh, make me a strength check, actually. Okay. Say so I'm I'm willfully accepting whatever. Yep. It is absolutely. Do. Yeah, yeah. You just start feeling a little sick. Okay. Yeah. Um. It passes pretty quickly. And uh, when it does, the first thing you do is tap your power, which you haven't used in so long. You guys are looking at Jackie, and Jackie does this swooping motion, like almost as if he was wearing a cape, and he is gone. He just disappears. Do like Neo at the end of uh, Matrix. Yeah. yeah. So your power is uh, shroud. Basically, um, unless someone's really looking for you, you're just completely unnoticeable. It's not truly invisibility, oh, but it might as fly. well be. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Just Jackie just does this motion like he's waving like a cloak around, and then he's just he's gone. He just disappears. Hey, what happens if I go up to one of the other Nikos and shake his hand and do my thing? Um, absolutely nothing. It's just like touch, you know, Nico. Like it, it doesn't trigger right. really anything. Doesn't feel any different to you than Nico. Uh, so, Jackie, you know exactly what your power does. You're a really good infiltrator. Essentially, unless someone knows you're there and is specifically looking for you, you're all but invisible. Uh, including like smell, sound, everything. Uh, you just kind of shroud yourself in the area around you uh, and you can move around <clears throat> unnoticed. You're starting to slowly get some memories back. You guys were an elite group uh, that worked. So the Nazis uh, had a division that worked on supernatural stuff. They went and tried to find art- historical artifacts, mythological artifacts, uh, they have like a whole recruitment drive for occultists. Uh, and you guys were the best that the allies could muster. Uh, all of your backgrounds, and interestingly enough, like you all have a grounding in this, either be by Nico is a very religious person uh, and learned a lot about this through his church. Uh, he actually was attacked as a child by a creature, completely out of his memory uh, when they kind of, using uh, a a combination of hypnosis and drugs after each of your encounters, just so that you guys don't just completely lose your sanity. Right. It's, it was, it was a measure to keep a lid down on your organization, but also to keep you guys sane. And um, yeah, so you, this is slowly coming back to you. All of you guys have a specialty, 
Like you know about the supernatural. You hunted and killed them. You were sent into nests of uh, a Nazi occultist to basically stop what they were doing. And it's just slowly coming back to you, Jackie, as you uh, have surrounded yourself with your power. Expert to uh, sneak into places. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So, um, all right. Well, I'm trying to. So I find out. Can these guys? I ask them. Do you go away, and I can call you back? Uh, It's it's difficult. It's strenuous. Just. Yeah, keep it to once a day. Just tell us to go. We'll go. Then go. As soon as you say that, they kind of give you a salute and they're gone. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, um, this is pretty cool too. And then I'm materialized. Yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna, Jackie so. just steps out of nothing and he's standing there. And then I'm looking at the guy who we knocked out. Um, we got to go. We maybe we'll talk yeah. about this in, on the plane, but we got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, take him with us, and uh, we'll just throw him <laughs> in the back, drag him to the plane, throw him in. But why don't we just tie him up somewhere, leave him with some cash and a note, and I'll give him some money later. <clears throat> if you want, I was figuring we'll bring him though, that way he can take the plane back when he's done. When we're done, when we're done with him, we can just leave him in the plane and the money. Yeah, that might be true. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe we don't need to leave any trace we were here at all. Yeah. And I just kind of put my hand on my on the knife and look at the dude and look at them. He's not he's a non combatant. Yeah, but I've got all my memories now. We can't here, I go back and get the stuff. I'm like, if you don't remember here. Each of you squeeze these. We left these for ourselves. I kept us from using them because I thought it was something used against us. But this was, this is for our benefit, so we have our memories. Okay. And I hand the envelopes to everybody. I'll go ahead and do that myself. All right, both of you guys, give me strength rolls then. Strength rolls. Yes, strength checks. Nothing extra, no, no, uh, no pursuit will allow this to be any higher. <clears throat> no, I all right. Probably use a hero point for that. Oh, Nico did really well. Uh, up to you, Bill, whether you want to yeah. or not. You I'm are okay. <clears throat> you said we get a bonus die. No, uh, just just a flat. Yep. No, yeah, I think no. I did it. I think okay. I did it with so, a bonus die. I'm sorry. Um, okay, we'll re-roll yours regular. Yeah, sorry. The block roll. There we go. There we go. Oh shit. Okay, okay. you still succeed. Good. Okay, good enough. Uh, Nico, you kind of bare your teeth through it. Uh, you feel really nauseous, but you come out of it and you start getting some of your memories back. Reginald just passes out. He's out cold. A little bit of vomit coming out of his mouth. <laughs> well, I turn him over so he doesn't choke on it. <laughs> yeah. You could throw everybody in the plane. Uh, during this time, you didn't have to file flight plans. Like You could just take off and go. Okay, well, if bringing him with us is a is not something Jackie wants to do, and well, killing I'm just him is not, not something I want to do. 
It's just like, do, is this something we would do that know that we, this, our unit and our operations are more important than even civilian lives or would that be? Yeah. So this is uh this is uh, something Jackie might very well think of. So in wartime, it's wartime. You would leave behind no witnesses, but you're not at war. So. <laughs> and I'm funny cause I'm a hit man. I will hit who I got to hit, but I don't believe in. Yeah. Jackie back in the day when he was running missions would leave no one behind that would have seen his face. Oh yeah, you're all about collateral damage. <laughs> Demolitions. <laughs> See, and I'm a hitman where I'm like, you know, specifically to it. And I've got demolitions too, as a matter of fact, but anyway. Uh, he didn't get a good look at the the rest of us, but I'm just saying he's seen your face. With that I'll just walk off. I'll let Nico make the decision. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm just gonna leave him here. And uh, do we got cash? You, if you want to pat Reginald down as uh, he's unconscious, there's a few hundred bucks he has, U.S. dollars. Oh yeah, I would have helped. I would have been dragging Reggie to the plane. Okay, so let's get him what, what we got, and I go. Uh, I'll just I'll just write a note. Uh, <laughs> I owe you one plane. <laughs> yeah, more to come. Stay away from the cops. More to come. Give us two months. Ooh, ooh. two months worth of his business down the drain. Mm, we'll have to see uh, how that works. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, a couple hundred is- U.S. dollars is a lot of money, though. That's a lot of money. So <laughs> yeah, let's say two weeks. Let's just say two weeks. Right. What and I write down who he is. Where where's his his stuff? Uh, he doesn't have anything on him, but you can go into his like little bungalow and pick down some information about him. He's got his pilot's license in there and a few other things. Okay. According to the internet, a hundred dollars in nineteen fifties equivalent to one thousand two hundred twenty eight dollars yeah. and ninety three cents. Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so yeah, if we left him two hundred dollars and we left him a couple thousand, yeah, and I said there's more, and just give us just give us two weeks before you go to the authorities. Okay, you get on the plane. Uh, Braddock has already given you the thumbs up that it is uh, ship shape. It's uh, full of fuel. Uh, the guy was preparing for all of his trips tomorrow. He's looking down at the plane log. He had a whole bunch of sightseers lined up. <clears throat> All right, he throws on the headphones, and uh, you guys are off as the plane coasts down. Uh, nobody's really paying any attention to it. Again, you have to file flight plans. This is a private plane, so you guys take off um, into the, <coughs> the sky where the sun is just starting to go down over the horizon. And uh, as we look into the cockpit, Everybody is strapped in. You've got your headphones on, and January is kind of in the middle of the uh, uh, of a couple of the seats with the el- elbow between uh, Nico and Jackie. He's got a cigarette in his mouth, and he's like, "Just like old times." <laughs> we've got our memories. Does, is this anything? Is this 
January special power? Is he like a ghost or is no? Still uh, so so uh, we'll, we'll do this at the end of the session. So you're thinking about it. Uh, no, January is your special power as a group. Uh, when you guys you guys already had these powers, but the drugs that they gave you and the training that they gave you kind of made them better. But they also found that as a group, there's a gestalt personality that just emerges, um, and that's January. He's kind of like, a, if you know what a tulpa is, kind of like a thought form that gains uh, yeah. shape. And so January is a tulpa. Cool. He is a creation of like all of you guys. Okay. All right. Does so, he have just the physical form he can manifest or is it? The only when least? all of you are together, he's stronger. He's more, more physical and he can last longer. The, and of course there's some of you missing because supposedly some of you are dead. Uh, if Jeff, your friend, was going to join us, he was going to be one that shows up that was you were told he was dead, but he wasn't really. <laughs> if he shows up still, we'll have him uh, be in Turkey. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it's each of our powers also. Or is it just- no, no, not at all. But he does have your skills. Uh, so thinking about it, Jackie is uh, somehow some safeguard must have been made in your minds where January got you back all together. Um and when January was out stealing stuff, it was one of you doing it, uh, but with a January personality on top of it. And he was able to shade. He was able to see at night. He was able to. <clears throat> yeah, 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 all of this. Do multiplicity yeah. So, yeah, we're Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> we're Moon Knight, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Yeah, so that's how it ends. Is, uh, you're all flying off into uh, the darkening sky. And maybe not good guys, but we're not such bad. We're not so good guys. We're not bad guys. We're not. You're okay, guys. Okay, guys. Okay. You know, you do the things that need to be done. They were the do what we need to do, guys. The not so good guys. Okay. Right. So you are off to a fortress in Turkey. Uh, Memories still haven't completely come back, so you still don't know what the deal behind Firefly is. Okay. Okay. So that's still coming back. You haven't got everything back. It just it's it's coming. Maybe a good night's sleep will give it back to you. The spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well in there, guys. Uh Oak, you got something directly after this one? Yes, sir. As soon as it's done, I'll get prepped and we'll have uh homebrew five E, one of my friends runs. Uh he also runs Friday nights at midnight, but a different campaign. And Saturday nights I run my Grimdark Homebrew at midnight central. Bill, you got anything going on with the frogs? Yeah, still running, um, still running um, Lost City Baracus. Uh, have a session tomorrow. Uh, there's a uh, like FG Con uh, Fantasy Grounds is coming up in November, and a bunch of us uh, F uh, Frog God GMs are running for that. So nice Good stuff. And Jeff, the game that we are playing, um, I owe Jeff the uh, the stretch goal adventure, which hopefully I'll be done with tomorrow. And then uh, I think we're good to go soon, very soon. Yeah, yeah. We got a couple little nits we got to pick on and then um, hopefully, but, you know, uh, that was my thought of the week. <laughs> there we go. But we're uh, working yeah. at it. I don't know. I'm having fun. I'm, I'm seeing stuff I write actually come out is pretty cool. Yep, yep. So, like, this is one of the preliminary books. So, uh, 
it's pretty much already done when this Kickstarter start uh, ends. I mean, you'll you'll have your product very quickly. So we will give plenty of warning to folks when it goes live. And uh, yeah, there we go. So if you found us, you know where we are, twitch.tv slash steam steel murder. I just dropped all of our social links in the chat channel. Uh, but if you need to find them, blue magic, dot com is a place to go. All of our links is there as well as over 13 years worth of audio games. Uh, lots of stuff to listen to folks. Thank you very much for watching us tonight. Thank you guys for playing. Get the creepy doll off the screen, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Say good night, guys. Good I've night. Got, I've got good a couple night, of hours. Not everybody. Good night. <clears throat>